0: tell you what there's something I just feel like this week there's something just missing and I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what it is there's just something different about this week it's like it's like we're just eight foot four you know less people here I don't know why I, I just can't I don't know I it's like there's a Yeti missing and I don't know what's up I, I've had that weird feeling
1: yeah, it is kind of strange not having that uh our big goon around. He's uh I don't know how much trouble we can get ourselves into for the time. He's gonna be gone for quite a while too. So uh we have Yeah, no joke. Like ten days. Yeah, that's quite a bit of time. You can really mess the house up. So uh I you know, I'm I'm gonna miss him. You know, I'm hoping have I'm hoping he's having some good family time. I'm sure he is. I know he had a long drive ahead of him. He was kinda of checking in with us today and you know, fifteen more hours to go. Wow, it's a long drive. <laughs>
0: yeah, you are not kidding. Uh so Hoping he's having a great time with the family. Uh, I gotta ask you something, dude. So, and before we get into into tonight's topic, because this literally has nothing to do with the topic. Do you ever do you remember the moment when your significant other, like those real those real moments when they look at you? Like I remember the first time Katie looked at me when I proposed, you know, with just joy in her eye, right? Mm-hmm. And there's those moments in life you have, you know, your kids born and your 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 spouse, you know, looks at you with just just pure love, you know. And we've had all those moments together. You you know you know what I'm talking oh, about, of course, right? Absolutely. Okay. Well, nothing compared to the joy and the love that I saw in Katie's eyes tonight when I cooked her fillet and mushroom risotto. Really oh I tell you what she just it's it's like it's like we had another kid who got engaged and married and built a house on the same day she just loved me she just looked at me and smiled and it's like oh made la cellulaire, la cellulaire mushroom risotto and filet on the grill and she's she was like oh my god i'm so happy just
1: like is that, all it takes is that the first time you ever did that
0: no of course not oh. i don't know i think she was just in the mood for it tonight she was just really <laughs> oh. she was like i really want some risotto i was like all right let's do it okay well, yeah, um, so little did I know, that's all it took. Here, I've been taking her all these Disney
1: cruises. Yeah, right. All I got to do is throw some risotto on and make her happy. <laughs> Blindfold to tell her, hey, guess where we're going? The kitchen. Hey!
0: <laughs> yeah, you just, just get a bunch of people to, to talk around her so she feels like she's in a busy place. <laughs> oh, you know. World Showcase, it's awesome. Um, but I tell you what, man, I'm excited about tonight. It's There's one thing that we're getting into, and you were kind of talking about how, although the weather's not cooperating with you or with me because it's still crazy hot, we're entering my favorite time of the year. One of my favorite times of the year. And I think it's your favorite time, too. That's Halloween. I am super excited. Yeah, man. And when we talk about Halloween, we have so many great opportunities in the parks. And uh, I tell you what, before we jump too far down the rabbit hole of Halloween, let's take it live in three, two, one. 1.
2: Round 1 is over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids, sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it
1: was all started by a mouse.
0: we just become best friends? Yep! Gentlemen, start your engines!
1: To infinity and beyond!
2: There's a touch of madness around here.
0: Hello everyone, welcome to Disney Dads Podcast, Thursday, October the 18th, 2018, and we're a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and this week I am joined by just one of my brothers here, Mike, what's going on? We're missing our the big guy, we're missing the, the head cheese, we're missing the...
1: The, the big cannoli. The one who keeps us online and in track and behaved. So this is going to be a rough couple of weeks without him, i tell you.
0: <laughs> i tell you what. What are we going to do? I do, see, You know what it's like, though? It's like he turns the keys over and let's just throw a party and have a good time. Uh, I'm really, really excited about spending time with you and hanging out and talking a little Disney and, and doing what we do uh, best. And that is, look, just enjoy Disney. Uh, and with this topic, it's something you and I really, really like. And it combines two things, uh, you know, and, and both those things have to do with this time of year. And I'm really, really excited to get into tonight's topic.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I, I brushed on it a little bit when we were talking earlier today. And, uh, you know, we kind of want to do something that we didn't want Jason to feel too left out on. So we stayed away from doing anything on the poly because we know he loves that. But uh, we're getting to one of my favorite times of the year, and that would be Halloween season, the fall. Uh, you know, I'm kind of disappointed. This is one of the first years that I haven't gone to Disney this time of year. It's usually an annual trip for us. We usually head down around September. Uh, I feel like you get the best of both worlds. You get the food and wine festival in Epcot, and you get all of the, you know, the Mickey pumpkin wreaths all over, you know, Magic Kingdom. You get the, uh, you know, that whole crisp feeling in the air. Uh, I love it. You know, it's my favorite time of the year. Uh, It's my favorite time to go to Disney Uh, Just with the way that things worked out this year We couldn't get down there this time of year You know, we're coming back soon But just, you know, luck of the draw It didn't work out But uh, I'm excited You know, one of the things that inspires the park and some of the decorations around the park is Disney movies you know we all love our Disney movies and uh, tonight we're going to talk about a few of them that I've seen a few that you've seen and uh, the kind of inspiration that it shows and how it overflows into the parks Uh, one of the movies that I know we talked about was the Mickey's House of Mouse villains Now that's something that I haven't seen yet and I know you have Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about the Mickey's House of Mouse villains
0: yeah, it's great. Uh, if last, last I remember, it's actually on Netflix, so if you're listening right now and you want to check it out, uh, it is on Netflix or Hulu or, or one of those streaming services, and you can check it out. It's classic uh, Mickey's cartoons that I... Look, you can't go wrong when you're talking about bringing not only Mickey and the pals, but also bringing the villains in together. And, you know, you were talking about getting down the parks. When this episode drops, I will be driving down to the parks and uh, go, heading down to go do... Mickey's Not So Scary. The day after that, and you know, talking about Mickey's Not So Scary, one of my favorite things to do is to meet Halloween Mickey and Halloween Minnie, and uh, just fantastic meet and greets and, and fantastic opportunities to see those characters and their costumes. Uh, this this movie is a great, I would say it's a great um, introduction to. The Halloween genre, especially for smaller children, maybe two, three, four years old, maybe you don't want to dive into some things that might scare them. Uh, this is a great opportunity for you to, to introduce them to Disney and a Halloween put together, and then take them to the parks and they can they can put the two together. As far as storylines, there's multiple storylines through this episode. It's not one singular episode, you know, with one singular storyline. They're kind of cutting in and out. And what's cool is all the villains are sitting in the crowd. And they're cheering you know, for the other villains and things like that. Uh, so I, I really like this. I think it's a fun episode. But when you talk about uh, the things that it represents in the parks, other than Mickey and Minnie, of course, um, it's mostly the villains that you get to see there in Mickey's Not So Scary that you don't get to see them the rest of the year. I know, Mike, for me, that's one of my favorite parts of Mickey's Not So Scary is getting to go and getting to see those characters that we don't get the rest of the year.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean that's evident with a lot of other people because you'll see that uh when they have those meet and greets, man, at those those lines at those parties go on for hours. Some of those are if that's the villain you want to meet, you better get online ahead of time because uh, you could spend a good couple of hours just waiting for you know for a picture. Uh, that's definitely a popular spot. Uh, the villains are great, you know. The uh, when they do the shows during the Halloween party, the the villains they're definitely highlighted. They're my favorite, and uh, you know I, I think we've hinted before that if they were going to add another Disney park, how cool would a villains park be? I mean but he loves a good villain
0: it'd be amazing I tell you some of the best uh, let's say what's what's the word I want to use like dining experiences and um, things you can add on to your to your trip have been during this time of the year and have included the villains we did a, a dessert party in Cinderella Castle that had the villains and we did the villains party over at Hollywood Studios which was That is by far the best money I've ever spent at Disney, was going and getting to see all those villains, but also just the food was great, the dance party, the atmosphere. Look, the villains for me are underrepresented in the park to begin with. I think that should be a year-round thing. I mean, you and I are on the same page with this to where it doesn't just need to be one month out of the year. Now, maybe that one month makes them special. You know, well, I say one month. Mickey's Not So Scary now is stretched out to two and a half months. Yeah, it's such so an August now,
1: right? I think the end of August and goes into almost November. Yeah. It's crazy. Although,
0: look, they already have Christmas decorations at our Walmart here. So, I mean, it's like, I feel like we're starting stuff so early. It's going to be like June and we're starting, you know, starting Halloween. But I'm not complaining, man. I, I love this time of year and I I love the way Disney represents these villains in the parks for Mickey's Not So Scary
1: uh the mickey's uh house of mouse villains is that something that riley, riley likes to watch on a regular basis or is that kind of a one and done thing or uh she's something that you just kind of set the mood for the holidays
0: yeah we've seen it a few times it's one of those things that you'll throw on just to kind of yeah, set the mood for the holiday maybe throw it on first of october you know it's not a go-to for us mm-hmm. you know we have go-to Halloween movies. We have go-to Christmas movies. We have go-to stuff like that. That's not a go-to, but it isn't. I mean, it's it's fun. It's, you know, it's a good one to watch. I think it's maybe an hour, if that. Okay. And it's constantly going. It's like those seven-minute shorts, six-minute shorts, and then they're coming back, and, and they're, um, you know, in, in the audience, and, and all the villains are there and, and stuff like that. I think, if I remember right, and it, although we've had it on, I haven't really paid attention, I think they present awards. Okay at that one for like best villain, best, you know, best, but all that kind of stuff. I don't, and I'm sure people right now are screaming going, no, they don't, you know, but, <laughs> um, but that's the, that's, this is the only one that I've seen, but it's not like, boom, I remember every second of the, of this movie, right. but yeah, it's worth watching. Like I said, it's on Netflix, on Hulu, check those out and, uh, give it a chance. I think you and the kids will really, really
1: enjoy it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to add that to my list of, uh, stuff to watch in the next couple of weeks. Uh Moving along a little bit, there's a particular movie that I saw the other day and I really liked. And I know that Walmart has it for five bucks now because I saw it the other day and that's where I wound up picking it up. And one of my favorite franchises, and it's very well represented in Hollywood Studios now, and that's Toy Story. And there's the Toy Story of Terror movie that's out. And that's a, you know, good little short movie. And um, it's all of our favorite characters. And they're kind of put in a scary scenario and i had justin have you seen the toy story of terror before
0: i have yeah uh and this brings me to kind of a conundrum with disney during halloween i wish that they would represent halloween in more in all the parks instead of just mickey's not so scary Mm -hmm. can you imagine the new toy story land for halloween oh yeah I mean, change the lighting, do it kind of green and reds and things like that, and then you could do something like this with. Now, this isn't a full-fledged movie for those of you who haven't seen it. I know some people might be going, "Oh my gosh, how'd I miss a Toy Story movie?" Uh, if I remember back, Mike, I think it's what 40 minutes, 45 minutes, yeah, at the most, at the most. But it's got a great storyline. Once you run us through the storyline just a little bit, you, you were saying that they get in kind of a kind of a. They're up against some.
1: Yeah, so it's a really cool story. Uh... Bonnie, who is now the proud owner of Buzz and Woody and Jessie and all the toys that you know, her and her mom are on a road trip and they're traveling along in their car and all of the toys are in the back, they're all in a suitcase, they're traveling along with her and unfortunately the mom gets a flat and she gets a little car problem, she pulls over to a motel. They check into the motel. A tow truck driver can't come to the next day. And the it's funny because the toys are telling the whole animated story of the typical horror story around Halloween time and how you can't do this, you can't do that. Because in a typical uh, horror story, this is what happens to you. You can't go off by yourself and you can't do that. So they're kind of creating their own little drama amongst themselves. Uh, anyway, Mr. Potato Head says, you know what? I don't believe any of this, I'm going to explore. So he jumps out of the back he jumps out of the uh, the suitcase and then all of a sudden he winds up being missing. So now everybody's gotta go find Mr. Potato Head, because Mr. Potato Head's gone and he's gotta be part of the crew. Well anyway, Mr. Jones, who is an iguana, happens to be going through this whole Whole entire uh, motel picking up all of the kids' toys and bringing them back to the manager of the hotel, and the manager the manager of the hotel is selling them on, you know, like an eBay or an eBay eBay kind of thing. So now. These guys are all panicked because they're getting ready to be shipped up and being sent out, and they're gonna, you know, not be with their uh, their owners anymore. And there's a couple of other toys there that have been brought there by Mr. Jones, the iguana, and they're doomed. Their fate is gonna be gone. And now it's all about them escaping, and it's about the, uh, you know, it's got that whole scary theme to it, which is pretty cool. So if you haven't seen it before, definitely get it. Listen, it's Walmart. It's five bucks if you can pick one up definitely worth watching with the kids i had a good time watching it with sammy and uh i definitely think it was a good uh, halloween movie to put you in the spirit
0: now when we put this on our list it was kind of with an asterisk because woody jesse buzz all the characters are represented very very well in the parks are they represented for a halloween basis that's questionable it's all up to you know how you look at things i wouldn't I, i just i get back to the point this this movie for me, this short for me, leaves perfect room for Disney to put a Halloween spin on the new Toy Story Land. It would be so amazing to see that Halloween, you know, maybe you get that Mr. Iguana. Maybe you you know, you know get those characters that you don't get otherwise, or uh, it doesn't even have to be that. It can be something simple, just like I was saying, lighting, music, giving it that kind of spooky feel. Put up a billboard with the sign. Of of saying you know what the movie is and let people explore that movie on their own because I think this is one of those I think it started out as a television uh, a short I think it was on TV before it came to DVD of course it never went to the big screen and I think a lot of people missed it I don't think a lot of people have seen this so but for Halloween look if your kids are fans of Toy Story it's great it's like I said just like uh you know House of Mouse uh, villains this is a great introduction for kids to have a not-so-scary introduction to Halloween Disney, you know, in a Disney way.
1: What did Riley think of the movie? Because Sammy liked it a lot. Sammy thought it was really yeah, she, cute. Yeah, she
0: liked it. Yeah, she's seen it a few times. She liked it a lot. You know, what's weird, though, Rye didn't get into Toy Story until this past year, although we'd seen him a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. It was really this past year that she was like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I, that's me. I got, I like it, you know.
1: Well, you know, it's kind of funny because a lot of that Toy Story stuff, and I'm sure a lot of the adults that are listening to to the podcast can relate— a lot of that stuff relates to us because those were toys of our generation. So when they mm-hmm. see these oddball toys, I don't think they can relate to it that much. When you see the 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 pop thing that you know you push, Mr. And, Spell, yeah, and you know when you see the phones and you see the you know these these are toys that you know make that such a cool movie to us because we relate to those toys. You know, um, maybe that's why it takes them a little while. I think they just fall in love with the characters for who they are. They don't have that nostalgia behind the the history of what those toys were you know the kind of stuff that we used to see i mean you know do do kids really play i mean other than toy story do kids really play with mr potato head anymore i mean is that something that you would buy for your kids yeah
0: i get it no i definitely i mean we we have lincoln logs here and we have uh i think i think rye did have a a mr potato head but um, i'm gonna take us completely down off topic because it's really funny have you ever seen the video of the teenagers trying to work a rotary phone
1: yes Yes, yes. It's it one of the funniest things I've ever it ran, seen. I was on Facebook for a while.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I can think about when you're talking about us with the toys, you know, we grew up with that kind of stuff and uh, I saw that video not too long ago and it made me just crack up laughing. Um but yeah, no, I think I think you're right. Maybe it does take a bit, but I, I, look, Toy Story for me has some of the best character development out of any Disney movie mm-hmm. that we've seen by far. And you just get you get a little you get a different side of it with with this this version of Toy Story bringing the Halloween aspect to it.
1: So there's another movie on our uh, Disney uh, Halloween list, and that was the Haunted Mansion movie. And uh, I know you've seen that quite a bit. What did you like? But what did you like about that movie?
0: Uh, <laughs> tricky question. Uh, I love that it's after a iconic attraction. A lot of people, a lot of people hate this movie. A lot of people are not fans of this movie. I think if you look it up, I mean, it's like a Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's like an eight or something like that, ten percent. Mm-hmm. Um, For me, it's fun. You know, it's not. I don't think it's Disney's best work. I don't think it's Eddie Murphy's best work. But you do see a lot of the iconic characters that you see in the Haunted Mansion. When we talk about Halloween and and having that spooky feel, look the Haunted Mansion. I I think it's your favorite attraction. Am I right?
1: Oh, it's definitely Um, my
0: top three. Yeah, yeah. And so it's one of those to where you have to put it on the list because it serves its purpose for what it is. You get those, like I said, those iconic characters. And I think they could have done more with it. I think where Disney is now with remaking movies, you look at the new Jungle Cruise movie with The Rock, and what they're doing with you know that movie, and and so many other Disney Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast. You know, I, I know some people don't like the live action versions, but I think they're just doing such a great job with these movies now. The Jungle Book, that if they went back and did a new Haunted Mansion with the writing team and the developers and everything they have now, I think it would hit it out of the park because the storylines there, but Look, when I think when I think Halloween and I think Disney, I think Haunted Mansion.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that ride sets the bar for the tone for Halloween time. I mean, you could go out on that ride any time of year. You know, you go on that in January, or you go on that, and you know, uh, even Christmas time, and it still has that Halloween creepy kind of feel. So, uh, definitely one of my top rides. Definitely sets the mood for the Halloween time, and it's definitely a must if you go down there during the. Uh, the fall season. Uh, There's something else you wanted me to look into, and I never, believe it or not, I'd never watched the old versions of it before. I knew the story, and that was, I went down a YouTube rabbit hole, and I started watching the Mr. Toad Ichabod, uh, Sleepy Hollow. I mean, I knew the story. I knew the story of the Headless Horseman, but I watched the Disney versions of it from 1949, and uh, man, it was they, they had them all on there. There was about like 10 shorts, and follow it in a row. You'd start at number one, it would play up to number 10, and it was really cool. I enjoyed watching that at all, and uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys know the story of Sleepy Hollow, and the teacher from New York, uh, Ichabod, and how he was chased down by the Headless Horseman, and the, the story, and the myth behind him, and that leads to a big part of the parks, and that would be the beginning of the who uh, oh Parade. Oh is
0: that not the... That's one of the greatest things that happens in the parks before we get into the parade. I want to talk a little bit about the movie because this short, for me, is one of Disney's best. I've always liked this. It always screams Halloween to me. It's really creepy towards the end, and is he not just the, like... Biggest kind of just he's lovable. I mean, he's uh, you know he's like singing and stuff like that, and he's like (laughs) Uh,
1: he's almost like our Jason. He is like our Jason. He's
0: real tall. (laughs) Uh, Oh, y'all don't see Jason for recording. He looks in the mirror. Uh, Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, it's like he's so like he's so lovable, and then you know he's they tell him don't go over the bridge, don't Mm -hmm. don't do all that, and. Sure enough, man, the headless horseman is there, and and of course, when you talk about the headless horseman, I think it's the the picture everyone wants is the start of the Booty You parade, and that's the headless horseman riding down Main Street or, or you know riding through the streets of of the Magic Kingdom. It's to start the parade. What a cool iconic thing they do for that party!
1: I tell you, I've been to you know quite a few Booty uh, uh quite a few. Uh, Making not so scary Halloween parties. The first one we ever went to, it rained that day, and we went with a bunch of friends and a bunch of you know a bunch of people. And uh, I was so excited because I knew all about the you know the headless horsemen coming through, and the parade was supposed to start whatever it was eight o'clock. They pushed it off to eight fifteen because of the rain, and they moved it to eight thirty, and they kept pushing it off and pushing it off. Well, anyway, they decided not to use the headless horseman to start the parade because they were afraid because the ground was so wet that the horse would slip. Obviously, and I'm glad Mm -hmm. they did because I wouldn't want to see a horse get put in any kind of danger. And that's, you know, they they make the judgment call. But, wow, how disappointing was that to not see that kick off the parade. And, luckily, I had been there for parties after that and was able to take part and see that. But, man, how disappointing it was when I was so excited to see it and it wasn't there the first time.
0: What's weird is we always seem to put ourselves in a terrible spot to get a picture, too like around a bend or around a corner, you know, and he's coming around and it's just, I don't know, man. That's, I, I don't know if I could get on board with the booty you Parade without, without the headless horseman starting the
1: parade. I've got to apologize whoever it was I forgot his name somebody in the group just posted a picture they were down there for the uh for the parade and they had an amazing view of the headless horseman coming in and um, they had some kind of special seating or whatever it was if I remember the post correctly and wow what an amazing shot it was of the headless horseman uh galloping through to kick the parade off do you remember seeing that post in the Facebook group? no
0: I, I missed that one I don't know how I missed it but I missed
1: it yeah it was a it was a great you'll have to go back and I apologize but I'll have to go through our stuff but it was in one of the videos and and uh, what a great video it was of him of the headless horseman popping through.
0: Oh, very cool. Yeah, I, that's for me. It's one of those things. I look, we're not big parade people. Uh Boo to you is the outlier for us for parades. We we love it. We we line up early. We line up early for Booty to you. Um I will give some advice. If you don't, you know, if your kids can stay up later, or if you don't care to stay up later, do the later parade. Don't do the early one. The early one's always more more crowded. Uh, you know, than, 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 the late one, but I, I mean, than the other one, but I, I love, love, love this short, and I love that they integrated this short into the parks with the Headless Horseman. I think it's, I think it's a fantastic addition to the Halloween party. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You know, we've kind of set the groundwork for these next two upcoming movies. These two movies are, in my mind, blockbuster Disney, uh, really, really just dictate Halloween. This is, this is what it's all about. Uh, I'm going to go with this next movie. and I know you saw it, and I've seen it, and I'm sure a lot of people in our group have seen it, and that would be Hocus Pocus. Oh, it's the best. Here's the thing. Here's where Mike and I differ. So Mike and I are differing on
0: our number ones and twos. I would put this in number one, but it's because I grew up with it. I love this movie. I mean, look, it, what an iconic movie. When you have Facebook groups that are have tens of thousands of people in them that are just begging for a second one to be made, I mean, Disney's doing something right now. I We come at this from a very cool sp- perspective, too, because let's talk about this, Mike. I've seen this movie probably 30 times, 40 times. You saw it for the first time two days ago.
1: You know, yes and no. I re- I rewatched it a couple of days ago, but a, a lot of it was familiar. Okay. I remember watching it from my younger years, so a lot of it ring true. Now, Sammy hadn't seen it before, so it was the first time, and she loved it. She thought it was great. Um, I'd seen it, and then it brought back a lot of memories. So, not watching it a couple, of, not watching it again until a couple of days ago. I had to really refresh my memory. But once I saw it, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I remember this, and I remember that, and I remember this. So I had watched it at a younger part of my youth, uh, and now I get to kind of refresh my memory by watching it again. So
0: let me ask you this: What, how does mm-hmm. the movie hold up? To, 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 because the whole premise of our show tonight is to talk about. Disney Halloween movies and how they're integrated into the parks because I think a lot of people maybe go to the parks that maybe haven't seen this movie or maybe it's been like you. It's been 15, 20 years since you've seen the movie. How does the Sanderson Sisters stage show there in front of Cinderella Castle hold up if you don't remember the movie or if you haven't seen it? Is it something you can enjoy? Because for me personally, it's a blockbuster. I look forward to this every single time.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it definitely... Even though it was an older movie, and I mean, you can see it was, some of it was a little bit dated, uh, but it, it still had that movie that if it came out today, it still would have been good. I mean, obviously the CGI would have been a little bit different, and some of the you know the the high def qualities would have been a little bit different. But it still was a movie that if you released it today for the first time, I think it would have been a great movie and i think that the kids would get behind it and the story behind it the boy lit the lit the uh, black flame candle and they were summoned from being gone for all of these years and now they're trying to do their best to get them back because they're wreaking havoc so i think if you were to release that movie now it definitely has it, it definitely would hold its weight and i think it would be a you know a top movie
0: yeah and you look how they how they bring them into mickey's not so scary you know they bring them into the magic kingdom and you talk about the hocus pocus villain spectacular there at the party have you seen the stage show, right? Okay, okay. Um now with the stage show, one of the things I love is the way that they integrate the villains too. With the Sanderson sisters bringing the villains to help them. You know, they're trying to trying to collect enough evil to to get through the night and they're bringing in like Oogie Boogie, which you never get to see. How great of a meet and greet would it be to see Oogie Boogie? Uh you get to see Jafar, you get to see Maleficent, um uh Hades. I mean it's amazing and you know something they used to do and they don't do this anymore and I wish they did and it's probably just because the crowds have gotten so large at these parties was you used to be able to watch the stage show and then the villains would come down and they would stand in front of the stage and then for about 10 to 15 minutes you could get in a line and go up and do a meet and greet with the villain
1: I don't remember that at all
0: yeah. Yeah. They used to do that. So you could walk up, you would get in line. Now they would all be spread out. So you'd have maybe six villains. You had to pick kind of which villain you wanted. Cause if you got there, you got in line, normally you could knock out two. That was kind of our experience. Um, but yeah, they used to do that. But I mean, these parties have gotten so big over the last couple of years that they just, there's no possible way to do that anymore. Uh, look, Hocus Pocus for me, I, I think, I think when we started this episode, people immediately were just screaming in their car, Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus, you know, because when you think Disney, you think Halloween, you think Hocus Pocus, you think the Sanderson sisters, you think uh, um, all those great characters that you get with that storyline. I, I love it. I rewatched it the other day for the first time since last year, and it's so good. And Riley, you know what's funny, Mike, is I caught Rye actually sitting down and watching it. And I I put it on the background as we were doing things. But she actually quit doing what she was doing and sat down to watch it. So that just shows that this movie holds up, and she watches this stage show. And let's talk about the performers a little bit. How good is the performer that plays the Bette Midler character? Oh, yeah. Winifred Sanf- uh, Sanderson in, in, on stage there at Disney. I mean, she is – when she sings I Put a Spell on You, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh. Yep. Un It's unreal.
1: Yep. it's You would think it's her. You know, and – the. It's 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 that that fine line that Disney has to walk to keep a scary movie kid friendly. You know, I mean that's that's a really hard fine line to walk to keep the kids interested in something that's got to be creepy, but it can't be that creepy where you're gonna have the kids running and sleeping in their parents' bed every night. You know what I mean? So I mean it's it's the perfect movie. She does an amazing job during a stage show, like you were saying, and uh, you know I I love it a lot. It's definitely a highlight of the you know Halloween party.
0: Oh, you nailed it! Yep, for me, it's something I look forward to every year. If you another tip, if you're new to the party or if you've done it before, um, if you can wait till that midnight showing of the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular, head wait for that. It'll be a lot less crowded. You'll be able to get a uh, better spot. Won't have to get there quite as early and get to experience that stage show. And it really is worth your time. In the party to make t- make time and go and see this, and it's a perfect ending to your night if you're doing the, uh, the 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 party there. The Mickey's not so scary party.
1: Now you were saying about the they had the meet and greet for a while afterwards. Do you have any pictures from those uh particular times? We do. Yeah, yeah. I'll put some up. Yeah, okay. actually,
0: when I say I let me go ahead and preface this. Every time I say yeah, I'll put some up. Katie will put them up. Yeah, Katie will put some up. <laughs> She's uh, much more organized with her pictures. I kind of throw throw uh, pictures digitally up. And then I don't have folders or anything, and then I have to scroll back through ten thousand pictures to find it. Uh, Katie's
1: very organized, so I'll I'll have Katie put some of those up. Right, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Just, does she look good in person as Bette Midler, or is, is it a hard pull I mean, she does a great job. My wife. I don't know. I think I think my wife's better looking than Bette Midler. No, but, no, no, no. I said this. Um, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. The,
0: the character. <laughs> I mean, it's all somebody's preface. though. I mean, for me, it's like I I like my wife, but um, yeah, she. Well, see, here's the thing: you didn't get to meet the, you didn't because this that stage show it wasn't the Hocus Pocus stage oh, show okay. at the time, so they weren't there. So you didn't get to meet them. You actually met like Maleficent, oh, Jafar. Okay, okay. I thought I thought like, it was all the, those. I thought, was yeah. I thought it was
1: the I thought it was the Sanderson sisters that were there. No, no, no,
0: no, no, no. Yeah, that would be cool though. That'd be a nice uh, meet and greet. Man, you how know much trouble I could have just gotten in if I'd said that I I, like, I think Bette Midler's hotter <laughs> than my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really were setting me. You really were setting me up to swing and miss there, and I knocked it out of the park. Be a lot
1: of steak risotto in your future. <laughs> uh, very cool. Well, listen, before we get to our number one, let's take a quick break.
0: Just because summer's coming to an end doesn't mean it's not time to travel. Make sure to get a hold of us at Away With Me Travel. Jamie and I are here to take care of all of your travel needs. Contact us at DisneyDads at AwayWithMeTravel.com to get all the information about the inaugural Disney Dads podcast cruise, sailing July the 17th, 2019 with a double dip at Castaway Key. We can't wait to see you on board. And remember, keep on traveling. You know, Mike, I'm so excited to get into our number one, because for me, look, nothing screams I'm a fan of not only Disney, but this movie and what they do in the parks. Then when you have a tattoo of it, which you do, you have a tattoo of these next two people. Uh, I think it's on your calf, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. Is that
1: correct? Yep. From my knee down to my ankle.
0: That's right. Yeah. And that is of Jack and Sally. And we're talking... The Nightmare Before Christmas, our number one Disney Halloween movie that you can experience in the parks. Look, this is your baby. I want to hear all about The Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: You know, I've, from the minute I saw it, it's been one of my favorite movies. Uh, you know, I have a lot of favorite movies, but this is definitely takes the cake, especially when it comes to Halloween time. Uh, I'm a very big fan of the Halloween season. I always have been. I guess maybe growing up as an 80 heavy metals kid, and uh, my room was always kind of decorated in, you know, the darkness and, and you know, grave sites and that all heavy metal genre. So I've always been kind of a, you know, dark teenage kid, mysterious. So Halloween's always been kind of my thing, which is so... Nightmare Before Christmas is a real fitting movie for me, uh, which is why it's, and it's also a love story, you know, Jack and Sally. It's about true love, which is the kind of reason why I got the tattoo. Uh, t- and I got my, mine and my wife's wedding, wedding date on it, you know, our wedding anniversary. So uh, I love it. It's, it's something that people don't like. I, I understand people, you know, it's one of those movies. Some people are like, oh, I can't stand it. It's annoying or it's this or it's that but it's something that I love and it's kind of a musical it's a great story the the animation behind it is great Uh, I just love it, and I think that the meet-and-greet characters in the park are amazing. I think that the movie itself is great. I I can't say enough about it. I mean, I watch it two or three times a year. You could even consider it a Christmas movie uh, because it's got that whole Christmas theming to it. You know, Jack's lost. He wants to do something else in his life, and he's kind of you know tired of the mundane thing. I mean, there's so many little sidebars to the story between, you know, Good and evil, between, you know, torn between right and wrong, and between, you know, love stories. It just got a little bit of everything. That's something that I wish would actually become a musical, you know, like on Broadway. But there's so many other Broadway musicals we have here. It's kind of a musical movie. I think that's why a lot of people can't grasp it because there's so many different things going on in it. I don't know. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, I feel like the Halloween season isn't complete unless I see it. And uh, I love it. You know, uh, I, it's definitely my top number one Disney movie. I'll tell you what,
0: uh, I'm a huge Tim Burton fan. and I think this is Tim Burton at his best. When you talk about what he did for Disney animation, you know, when, when Disney animation was in a bad way, really, really bad way, when you're talking about you know, the late 80s and early 90s before we get things like The Little Mermaid, Lion King, um, all those great movies, Beauty and the Beast, all those great movies that bring Disney animation back to what it is. Um, He was part of, that, part of that cast and crew bringing those movies back. And I think, look, he was always a dark guy. And I think this is a perfect combination of that kind of darkness, kind of, you know, weirdness that is beautifully, you know, put together with Disney and put together with the love story like you were saying. And when you talk about the popularity, look, I don't think there's other than Mickey and Minnie. I don't I I am not kidding you. I don't think there's any two other characters that are more popular as a duo than Jack and Sally. When you when you're talking about that meet and greet and it's 2 hours, 3 hours and people are waiting in that line to get their picture taken. It is it's really incredible what they do with that meet and greet um look i wish it was I, I i could i could really see an entire nightmare before christmas attraction put in think about how cool that'd be where would you put it Ooh, see now that's a great question hollywood studios probably okay i, I mean look 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 once star wars comes launch bay don't need it Um, uh, look the stage show for little mermaid and <laughs> we've had enough lasers for 20 years we can get rid of that i mean there's plenty of room back there let's put it back there and let's have that ride through i mean it can be a dark ride to where you're riding through the movie it'd be i think it would be really cool think about going through the different trees you know how how you have each of the trees mm-hmm. for
1: each of the holidays and you go through the tree and then you're there you have oogie boogie what about and i'm gonna i'm gonna probably upset a lot of people we talked about it last week. What about if you replaced Indiana Jones with a Nightmare Before Christmas stage show? I'm completely down with that. You think it would have the same kind of popularity? You think it would pop? You think it would pack the place like uh, like the Indiana Jones does? If you put the same
0: pyrotechnic, if if you would have to put things into it, one you'd have to enclose the theater. You can't do that show in the light. It's got to be in the dark. In the light. Right? No way. Yep. It's gonna have to be like more of like a Finding Nemo yep. type of stage show, to where it's completely completely dark in there. Uh, two, you're really going to have to put in some cool, cool effects. I, I don't know, man. I think more or less the reason that stage show gets packed in is because of the pyrotechnics and stuff like that. The stunt, you know, stunt aspect. But look, man, when it's 90 degrees out, it's still 90 degrees in that theater. So you enclose that and you put in something like that. I just, for me, I think a dark ride. I think you go and you see, you ride through a dark ride and I just think it'd be great, man. I mean, have have the cars where they're spinning, you know, as Oogie Boogie's like in the middle dancing and you're like all this stuff's happening, you know. I I would do it
1: every time. I'd fast pass it. Now, how upset are you that we don't get the overlay and the Haunted Mansion with The Nightmare Before Christmas? Do you think that it's untouchable in Disney World and it should stay the way it is? Or do you think that they should work on doing an overlay there for A Nightmare Before Christmas?
0: I'm extremely disappointed. And the reason for it is, now, I kind of understand because they can't shut it down because it is so popular to to do the overlay you know uh but i think it's worth it look for me if you're talking about not being able to touch something then don't touch the one in disneyland because that's the one walt you know he advertised for 10 years saying that there is there was this building they built the building of course we've done we've done an episode all this history's there i think it's like episode three yeah it's way 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 back um But, you know, he builds the building, and then it gets delayed with the World's Fair. And then from that, uh, you know, he just starts doing advertising because it all becomes kind of mythology of, well, what's in the building? You know, and he starts putting out flyers saying, uh, rent space available for, um, you know, apparitions and and all that. And it's just everyone got so excited about. So, I mean, Walt physically had his hand on that building. So, if you're going to change anything, don't change that one. Change the one at Walt Disney World. I would I want to see it. I'm disappointed I've never made it to Disney World for I mean I'm sorry to Disneyland for the for the holiday I want to see it at some point I wish I had more perspective on what that attraction's like I'm not gonna go watch it on YouTube because I want to experience it firsthand but it's got to be amazing and like you were saying Mike I mean the perfect perfect example of a movie what other movie can you leave up starting August middle of August and leave it all the way till January first? Santa to be close <laughs> I mean it's it <laughs> Sandy Claus, <laughs> it's per- it's perfect. I I look, it's a great representation. You get Oogie Boogie in the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular show. You can meet Jack and Sally. I wish we had more representation of this movie in the Walt Disney World parks, but for what we do have, it's they they nail it. They really really nail it.
1: There's so many great characters in that movie. You know, Lock, yeah. Stock, and Barrel, and and you know, the mayor, and I mean, there are so many different things you could throw out there with just you know, meet and greets and different kinds of you know. Yeah, it's like I said, it's it a special place in my heart, and I love that movie quite a bit. And uh, anytime you bring that movie up, you know, you got you got me on that one. Star Wars and and Nightmare Before Christmas are my two movies that are just iconic to me.
0: We were talking about Jason earlier and who he was. Actually, Jason's the mayor because that's just how his face changes. He just flips his <laughs> face around. He's like, "Ah, happy! Ah, happy!" You know, that's that's our Jason. See, that's what happens, Jason, when you're not here. We get to uh, make fun about you. Yeah, it's, well, he's never on.
1: going on vacation again. He's well, gonna hear this episode. Good, he's hope not. Like no more. I
0: hope <laughs> not. Uh, but yeah, man, I, you talk about the Disney parks, Mike. Is there anything you could think of? that you would love to see maybe movie wise in, in the parks. I, look for me I think they, they nail pretty much everything they do. Some people are going to say Halloween town. Um, there's some other great you know great um, movies that have kind of a Halloween feel that, that maybe you could put something in the parks but as far as the big ones, I think they do a pretty good job.
1: Yeah, I I like the idea of the uh, the meet and greet with the characters being in different costumes. You know, when you meet the Mickey Mm -hmm. and the and they've had the different they've had the the vampire ones and they've had. I like that when they have the characters dressed up. I wish we'd see more of that. Some of your regular characters, you know, maybe see Buzz Lightyear in a Dracula outfit or something like that, or you know, Jesse dressed up as something else, or you know, some of the other characters in more of the Halloween outfits for the parties and for more of the meet and greets. I think that would be kind of cool. And you know, what's it really? take to do that, you know, that's nothing crazy, you know, just different outfits, you know, it's, um, they have a whole costume designing team that could put that together, you know, Um, that would be the only thing that I would want to add, you know, just kind of get their own little spin on that kind of stuff, but uh, other than that, no, I think they knock it out of the park with most of the movies, I couldn't think of a different movie that needs to be represented in the park, something something particular you're thinking of, or...
0: No, know, not at all. Um, you know the one cool thing about doing this episode is we decided this year we weren't going to do an episode on the, on the party because we've done we did it last year, and there just there's not a lot of changes from from the last year to this year. And so we thought you know this is a cool way for us to talk about not only these great Halloween movies, but also the party in general. And whenever we talk about the party, how great would it be to see them do maybe some shorts based on like the Cadaver Dance or based on like the um, the hitch, uh, you know, just the hitchhiking ghost. Uh, they don't have to be full fledged movies, but just some animated shorts on those characters that we see in the party. I would love that. I mean, it that would be amazing. Just the uh the guys that the, you know, that dance and, and do the the shovels. You know, the the grave. What are they called? Grave diggers. Yeah, the grave diggers. Why am I? Quiet? I'm I'm having a this complete <laughs> mess fart. of the brain right now. Um, but yeah, no, the grave diggers. I mean, you you've got. All these great characters you see in the parade that you don't see any other time of year, do some do some shorts, put them on the Disney Channel, put them on Disney Junior, and uh, have those out for for
1: Halloween. Uh, do you are you disappointed that the other parks don't decorate as much for Halloween? Do you think that Epcot's missing the mark by not decorating, or do you think they're just fine doing food and wine that time of year and just leaving it that big? Or do you think you'd rather see because you know we used to get the Osborne lights over in uh, you know in, in Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Do you think Hollywood Studios once they've kind of gotten back to their full capacity where everything's not under construction all the time do you think they should do uh decorations and maybe get back to more of a uh holiday theming i think they
0: should i don't think they will especially hollywood studios more than any of them because they are so wrapped up in theming now whereas mm-hmm. before it was kind of a signature park yeah you had little lands but you didn't have the theming like i mean you talk talking about galaxy's edge they're not going to break that theme you know they're not going to introduce like
1: Let's, Stormtroopers with, with Tana Let's on. just
0: let's just fingers crossed that they don't introduce uh anything, Christmas, and Star Wars. We saw what happened <laughs> with that and it was not good for anybody, okay? Um But like when you talk about Epcot, I'd love to see it. I think Epcot does a great job at Christmas I'm talking about you can walk around the different countries, say go to Italy, see La Bufana, go to all these other you see how they how they celebrate the holidays um in their own countries. Why not something like around October for how they celebrate what their you know what whether it be Halloween or whether it be something different how they celebrate it um I I, I, and I you know I know not every country celebrates Halloween I'm just saying it would be cool to see more of a representation of this time of year it doesn't even have to be Halloween but maybe just a fall celebration in that country um and and you can experience all those I mean I know you got food and wine going on but still you could still do that that's not a
1: problem does maybe I'm wrong? Maybe I'm missing something. Does Germany do anything specific for Oktoberfest? No, I don't think so because they've got. You know, they might.
0: I, I, man, it's hard because we're there. Gosh, I mean, this year alone—I don't—I don't ever remember no. seeing
1: anything, and 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 I'm surprised that that Germany doesn't do anything. You know, you, when you're talking theming and you're talking, you know, different types of year. I mean, Oktoberfest in Germany is huge, and uh, I don't remember there anything specific being done in the Germany area during October.
0: No, and this this year alone, we're there three times in one month, and no, I don't think so. I mean, they of course have food and wine going on, but. I don't think so and that's then and that's what I'm talking about celebrate those times of year around the country that you know here we celebrate Halloween or we celebrate Thanksgiving we sell you know you know when I say we majority of people in the country celebrate that let all these other places do that you know if you're going to the animal kingdom let's let's celebrate Africa and let's celebrate Asia let's make it a whole world celebration as far as what they're doing I just I love this time of year, and I don't think it can expand far enough for me. I would love to see a representation in every park. So I I pretty much, I could have said that last sentence and answered your question, but instead I went (laughs) on a six-minute tirade. Uh, Yes, Mike, they should have more representation
1: in the parks. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Uh, But one thing that I can tell you is that walking down main street and seeing the mickey mouse pumpkin wreaths and seeing the fall flowers and seeing those things they make for some amazing pictures and that brings us to my favorite thing and that would be our pictures of the week pics of the week,
0: pics of, the week. Pics of the week it's time for it's time us to, for get, us our to get, get our pics of, of the week
1: so pictures of the week it's Absolutely, one of my favorite times. You know, we've said it before: uh, how much we enjoy interacting with you guys, how you guys share your your moments with us, your family trips. You know, those things that just make Disney a great experience for you guys. But every once in a while, that comes along a post, and this post is going to be from somebody who's part of our Disney Dad's family. And uh, you know, there's been a lot of great vacation pictures and whatnot. But this is one post that definitely needs to be, um, you know. Was reached out to us, pers- you know, on a personal level, and I think it should be discussed. And uh, Sarah, Eliz- Sarah Elizabeth Webner, you know, you have my pick of the week. And Justin, why don't you tell them a little bit about this post?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think this is not only yours but mine. Uh, first time we've done this on the show is my pick of the week too. Um, we're just going to do this as a show pick of the week. And when I saw the post, it and there, there's certain posts over the past year that I will never forget. You know, we get a lot of posts throughout the day, but there's some certain posts you just, it sticks with you no matter how long it's been. And I want to read you guys this post. And I hope uh, I hope Sarah um, is okay with this because it's, it really is an amazing post. This may be a long shot, but worth asking. My goddaughter Lila is five years old and we took her this past weekend to Trattoria Alforno at the Disney Boardwalk. And she absolutely adored Prince Eric and has been talking about him ever since. The reason we were there is because she will undergo brain surgery on October 22nd to remove part of her frontal lobe and disconnect the entire left side of her brain and wanted to do something special before her surgery. She has cerebral palsy from a stroke when she was a baby that caused severe damage to the left side of her brain, which now causes severe epilepsy. If all goes well, this surgery will be her cure. I would love to play for her a quick video message from Prince Eric Eric just telling her he's thinking of her and to be brave for her surgery. If anyone knows someone who works there is going to the restaurant and can ask, I would be eternally grateful. Or if you know uh, who at Disney I could reach out to, or if, uh, or if you come across any characters who might be willing just to wish her good luck and take a quick video. Thank you, Disney family. Um, Sarah, your post is is great but the picture speaks so much more than the post because you see lila with prince eric and that is someone who is truly happy and uh we reached out to a few people um in our disney family and they were able to work out getting prince eric to to record a video and when i saw the video that that prince eric did for lila i was i was out and about i was in my car i remember i parked and i i mike sent me a message and he said hey did you see that someone was able to get it and uh, i pulled over and i watched it and uh literally broke down we're thinking about you good luck we love you and uh all the disney magic in the world to you girl
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, Lila, uh, when this show drops, you'll have had your surgery, and hopefully we'll have all but good news. Uh, You're in our prayers. You know, we love you guys. Uh, From our Disney family to yours, this is what it's all about, caring for other people. Whether we know you on a regular basis or not, our heart's with you, and uh, good luck.
0: And Mike, with that, buddy, uh, Lila, we love you bunch of other great pictures coming in this week too so let's give some shout outs to some of our disney family that are uh that are only, not only in the parks but are at home uh i'm gonna start out with uh with one of mine and it's not gonna be just one picture it's gonna be a bunch and that's jim rodnowski and his amazing trip he's had with his family i mean look it's been a, from day one all the way through they've had some amazing pictures but they're pictures of hollywood studios and toy story land and riding uh Running some of the amazing attractions there from Slinky Dog Dash and all that. Love it, buddy. I'm glad you all had an amazing trip.
1: Yeah, yeah, great. You know, I'm I'm vicariously living through these guys. Uh, Sean McClure also is going to be one of my other pictures of the week. He's been down in Disney and has uh, been throwing some amazing pictures. Uh, it looks like having a complete blast. Today he's posting pictures from uh, from Toy Story Land. And, uh, man, you guys are having a, having a great time. I'm so happy to see it. And uh, I can't wait to get back down to the park soon. Dude, what an amazing trip they've yeah. had! They've had such a good time,
0: and what a great family too. Yep, Him, his wife, two daughters, son—they've just had an amazing. There's one picture in particular though that I want to talk about with them, and it's his wife and his son. And I don't—I can't quite tell where they're at. I—I'm I, trying to see just from the pictures, uh, they, they might be at the Luau out at the poly, but her son's face, but her face too, is just—I mean, just pure joy, like spending time together. Um, another one of mine is when I give. A, I'm gonna give a couple real quick, and then and then I'll be done. You can mm-hmm. finish up. Uh, Cheryl Pavia, amazing pictures, videos from uh, from from your cruise. You look at like such a good time. We can't wait to cruise with you, really soon, coming up next July. Um, Rachel Spear posting a picture of her daughter turning five. Just amazing. Yeah, happy birthday. I want to give birthday to her. Yeah, happy happy birthday. Yeah, I uh, want to give a huge shout out to our good good friend Delinda Borth, who is having a fantastic trip down at Disney. If anyone deserves Disney magic and having a great time it's her. She's always giving to others, making blankets, doing paintings, sending stuff, do all that. Uh you deserve time for you to enjoy the Disney uh magic there cuz you spread it to so many others. So uh a lot of great a lot of great pictures. Thank you guys for posting a really uh fun but emotional um, week uh, of post here. And I've really, uh, really enjoyed you guys. Thank you all for all that.
1: Yes, and the uh, athlete family, Patrick and Perry, a happy eighth anniversary. They're down in Disney this week. I tell you, that's one of the nice things about this group. As long as, even when I'm not down in Disney, I feel like we always have somebody down there that's in the parks posting pictures. So it's like I'm always in Disney even when I'm not. And I think that's an amazing thing. So uh, thank you guys very much. And uh, have a great pictures of the week. So, you know, unfortunately, we're missing Jason this week, so we're going to skip trivia because that's his baby, and I wouldn't want to, you know, lump him up with all my knowledge of trivia because I'm an amazing <laughs> trivia expert. So I'm going to just pass on trivia this week, but I'm sure he'll throw a couple of things out in the group from here to there. But uh, I know we're going to talk about one of the things that Justin loves the best, and that would be cruises. So, Justin, why don't you tell him about an upcoming cruise that we all know about? It's coming soon. It's coming
0: really, really soon. Um I'm talking about the Disney Dads podcast, crews. Of course, we talk about it every week, but I want to keep hammering it home because I want everyone to have that opportunity to hear about it and to get a hold of us and to get on board with us next July, July 17th, 2019, on board the Disney Dream. Two nights. I'm sorry, four nights, two days at Castaway Key, one day at Nassau. Uh, it's going to be such a great time, guys. We have so many amazing people already booked, Mike, Jason, myself, and a complete crew of amazing Amazing Disney Dad's families coming with us. And uh, we're just, we're going to make memories that last an absolute lifetime. But if you can't do that, come down to Disney. I know, Mike, I think you and I both are going to be down at least four days before we set sail on the cruise. Is that right for
1: you? Yeah. I'm already booked to come in that Saturday. Yeah. But I'm planning on probably coming in a little bit earlier. It all depends upon what kind of flights I can get. I'd like to get in maybe that Thursday or Friday, Uh, depending upon. I'll probably be down Wednesday Uh, or Thursday. Yep. Yeah, so I'd I'd like to get some, you know, we're not getting a lot of park time in this year, so I'd like to get some park time in before we go on the cruise. Uh, So we're definitely, I'm guaranteed I'm going to be down there from Saturday on possibly a little bit earlier but uh yeah listen there's some locals i know you guys can't make the cruise we'd love to see you uh you know we'll try and make time for everybody when we're down there uh even if you're down there listen you're not obligated to do anything with us you know the opportunities will be there if you want to hang out if not we understand you guys are on your family vacations as well um this is a time for us to be able to hang out to be able in the same area and uh hopefully we'll get to see you guys but definitely you know the cruise is going to be a blast I've only done one cruise in my life, and uh, you know the Disney cruise. And now I'm going to get to do with a seasoned veteran, Justin here, who's done many, many cruises. And I'm going to get to learn from him, and it's going to be a blast. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, I'll teach you exactly how to get sunburnt and uh, maybe have one or two many beverages and stuff your face with Mickey bars. You're going to really, you're in for some learning, buddy. I'm all excited for it. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, for I tell you what, for for all that information, for either the cruise or to get down to Disney. Get a hold of Jamie and I, Away With Me Travel. We will take care of everything for you. Of course, if you're wanting to do the Disney Dads Cruise, that's going to come with a bunch of extras um, coming on with that. But to get those extras, you got to book through Away With Me Travel. That's how we pay for those extras that are coming in. And uh, to do that, all you do is send us an email, disneydads at awaywithmetravel.com. Uh, Jamie and I will get back to you, and we'll get you a quote out right away. And then we'll get you sailing or get you staying with us at Walt Disney World or the Disney Cruise Line on the Disney Dads Podcast Cruise.
1: Very cool. So listen, we covered quite a few, quite a few things tonight when it came to you know Disney and uh, Halloween in the parks. Uh, we're at that time of year that we both enjoy very much, and uh, I kind of miss my buddy Jason. You know, it's gonna, it's been a weird night not having him around. Uh, I had a great time with you tonight. Uh, I know you got a trip coming up soon, so I'm getting ready to hear about your trip recap. You know, you're doing the party, and you're gonna get to your third time in the last couple of weeks getting to go down there. So uh, I'm excited for you and. Uh, that's pretty much
0: it. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it, man. I uh, Really looking forward to it. Like I said, when this episode drops, I'll be driving to Disney, and then the day after it drops, I'll be at Mickey's uh, Not So Scary. So if you're down there and uh, or around the parks that we're in at that time, then uh, hit me up on Facebook through the group. And if you haven't done so yet, make sure to go over and join the group. There's a lot of great things that happen. Uh, in the group as far as us going live just randomly we'll go live and and maybe do 30 40 minutes just talking to everybody answering questions talking disney having a good time Uh, you can find our facebook group and all of our other social media at www.disneydadspodcast.com um, there you can also find the links to our emails, the show email, Podcast at gmail.com. And you can also find our personal emails uh, there as well. Plus, the links to all of our shows, whether it be past Disney Dads Podcast shows, Walking with Walt, Disney 8, um, Away With Me Travel Podcast. So many great shows are there on the website. Uh, but I, w- I want to talk about this. We have a couple giveaways that we're doing right now. One is for a uh, a blanket And we are going to give away that first blanket, but I don't want to do the second blanket until Jason's back. So we're going to skip a week on that one. And then when Jason gets back next week, we'll do that second giveaway for that second blanket. Uh, But I do want to go ahead and throw this out for the second week is we're doing that that giveaway for the RC Sailors drone. The RC Sailors, who were great guests on an episode a couple weeks ago. Uh, a, a drone family, they are my family, my brother-in-law, sister-in-law, who reach tens of millions of people on YouTube talking about drones and introducing drones to families around the world. They they were so nice to not only be on the show, but to donate a drone for us to give away to you, our Disney family. And all you have to do to enter for that is to give us a call, 317 wdw Daz. That's 317 And with that, you have to do one simple thing, and that is leave us a voicemail talking about one picture, and that is your favorite picture you've either taken in the parks or you've taken at home or or anywhere else that's been you keeping it Disney in your own way, and just tell us a little bit about how, why that picture means so much to you. Uh, we love hearing from you. Uh, Mike, Jason, and I, we love getting those voicemails and and getting to play them on shows, and if you don't want us to play them, just include that. Say, please don't play, you know, please, please don't include us in an episode. And we'll do that too. We'll still put you right there in that drawing. But guys, we love that. It's a great part for you, a great way for you to be a part of the show and uh, maybe have your kids call in, talk a little bit about their favorite things Disney, or maybe talk about this week's episode and their favorite Halloween movies. We just want to hear from you. So that's 317 WDW Dads, 317 939 3237. Mike, I had a blast this week, buddy. Thanks for joining me. We'll hopefully get our uh,
1: our big Chewbacca back next week. <laughs> yeah, we definitely miss him. We definitely miss him. I think we did a good job not burning the house down tonight, though. I think we're all right. I think we I think we've held it up for now.
0: But uh, until next week, buddy, it's been real. And uh, good night. Have a good night.
2: Hey, Disney Dad, this is Scott Zobel. I just wanted to call in to share a favorite Keeping It Disney photo from this time of year. It's not so much a single photo as it is the photos from a very memorable Halloween 2012, which was just about a year or so before we went to the parks for the first time. You know, we'd been looking for family costume ideas, and somehow I stumbled across mostly homemade uh, Monsters Inc. costume set on eBay. Allie, she was about one and a half at the time, so she was boo, of course. Dylan was almost three, and he was Mike Wazowski. My wife Katya was Celia, and I was uh, I was Sally. We had such a great time dressing up as these lovable characters for several different Halloween events. Uh, such a fun, fun family Disney experience that makes me smile. Whenever I look through those pictures, uh, it's by far my favorite Halloween as a family. Uh, and these pictures, you know, will always represent the Disney-inspired fun of their youth. You know, we only get to be parents of small children for a limited amount of time, so any chance I get to dress up, you know, and play around with them, I will. I will, you know, I I do draw the line, though, at Angry Birds. You'd never catch me in one of those costumes. All right, guys, uh, appreciate everything you guys do with the the podcast and the the whole uh, Disney Dads community. Uh, Looking forward to to future podcasts. And uh, thanks. Have a great day.
1: Justin and myself, we want to say thank you and remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue,